Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson, and it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we're going to preview the NFL scouting combine going on in Indianapolis next week with our friend who's going to be there. Easily the most frequent guest of this show who isn't somehow covering the Jets. George Bremer, our friend who covers the Colts. For the Herald Bulletin in Anderson, Indiana Of course he comes on all the time Because the Jets and Colts do so much business And this time of year, since he's in Indiana He's going to be at the Scouting Combine So he's going to be with us each day of the Combine To recap the action for us George, thanks so much for coming back on, brother Yeah, no problem It's nice to kind of have the Combine again Last year was a weird year with with no activity uh, Throughout February and March It just didn't feel right at all it certainly didn't. It was combine season, but no actual combine. And usually I look forward to texting you and saying, all right, George, let's get some shows recorded on this combine. But no such luck last year. This year we are going to be able to do that. And so we're going to delve into what people should expect. But first, I want to talk about the story that you have up right now over at the Herald Bulletin. And if you haven't read it yet, I suggest going over to their website and clicking on it and reading it, you can find the link at George's Twitter handle, at GM Bremer, instead of going to a search engine, if that's your preferred method. However you want to find it, read it. George, you got a great piece. Break it down for me. 
Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. The NFL has really made a monster here, uh, as they do with so many things. They, they, they've turned this into an event. I think there's going to be 10,000 fans uh, each day of live drills now sitting in the lower bowl at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, they've let fans in for things like the the bench press and some of those events, you know, in years past. But the number's going up and up and up. They're now going to bid this event out like they do the draft and the Super Bowl. Indy's one of three finalists. Uh, but there's a really good chance the next two years this is either going to be in Los Angeles or Dallas. And I think the heavy favorite is L.A. with that new complex they've got out there in SoFi. I think the plan after that is you're going to see it move around a bit. Uh, of course, football people are staunchly against this. I'm sure you're going to hear that a lot once the combine gets started next week and the NFL folks talk. They like it being here in Indy, not because they like to come and freeze uh, every late February, early March, but because everything's so centrally located. You know, players go and they get the medical test, which is really the most important thing here. I mean, we want to talk about what the teams care about. The two biggest things are, are the medical evaluations and then the, the interviews, the 15-minute talks that they get in person with these guys. Uh, and all of that happens at, at hotels and hospitals that are all within walking distance of the convention center and the stadium where the, you know, the football portion of this is taking place. You go to L.A., it's going to be spread out you know, as it is. Everything is out there. I think football people just don't want it to happen. But as always, it's the marketing arm, the money arm of the NFL that drives this thing. And, you know, they they have worked really hard to eliminate the offseason. Here we are, what, barely two weeks removed from the Super Bowl, and we're going to be right in the middle of the combine. The combine ends, and I think we've got a little less than two weeks to the open of free agency. Then, of course, you're into the draft and OTAs and mini camps, and, you know, it'll be training camp before you know it. That's the way the league wants it, and they want this to be a big kind of benchmark on that schedule. And so – it's just going to keep bigger, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, I think, as the league tries to find more ways to to get more eyeballs and make sure they're still the most talked about sport, even when there's nothing going on on the field. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. George, you mentioned the medical and the interviews, and I agree. Those are the two most important parts of the combine. And we've seen many times players have risen and fallen based on those two things because if a player has what is perceived to be character issues, they can go from, say, a first-rounder all the way down to the mid or late rounds or maybe even entirely out of the draft. You could also say the same about players with medical concerns. We've seen it over and over again. I want to talk about the players that are going to be at the Combine that I think have the most to gain and lose from a physical and a mental perspective. Let's start with the interviews. Seems to me that the number one guy here is Kayvon Thibodeau because you're hearing whispers about how he may be a problem off the field. Teams are worried that maybe he's all business or he could be some sort of locker room issue. Tell me a little bit about how important this aspect of the combine is, the interview process, and who are some of the players, in addition to Thibodeau, that you think have the most to prove to the teams at the combine next week? Yeah, you know, it's incredibly important. It's essential. I mean, and it's funny because that kind of stuff, that and the medical is not on TV. You know, what they show us with the drills and everything, that's fine. And, And a lot of the teams use that to sort of double check what they saw on tape. You know, if you think a guy is going to run fast and he doesn't, you go back and you look and you try to figure out, yeah, but his game speed is still where we need it to be. You know, if a guy runs faster than you expect him to, you go back and you check the tape and you try to see if that shows up on film and you just missed it. Uh, But it's not, you know, not that many players, as you said, rise or fall based on what they do on the field, on TV at the combine. It's all what's going on behind the scenes. Thibodeau, as both of those those uh, situations that that we talked about, his medical is going to be important too. He missed a big chunk of this year, uh, you know, sitting on the sideline, and the teams are going to want to know how healthy is he, how quickly is he going to be a hundred percent. But these interviews, you know, they're going to sit you down. Uh, every team kind of does it differently. It's only fifteen minutes, so they're not going to get a real clear one hundred percent picture of, of who this player is. But some of them are going to put on film and try to figure out how quickly he can retain, you know, football knowledge, show them a little bit of their scheme, what they would do with him. And they'll have to answer questions, maybe compare that to what he did at Oregon. Some of them are more interested in, in you know, off-field stuff and character things. And they'll do uh, – they'll try to ambush him with a question he wouldn't expect. Or they'll try to, you know, ask very direct questions about certain things they've heard, if there's rumors, if there's – you know, things they've heard from scouts or people, you know, at, at that, at that school. So um, it's, it becomes a really, a very important part of this. And if you listen after the draft, you'll hear a lot of teams saying about the guys they drafted, how impressed they were at the combine when they talked to them and how that was really where they, they started moving up their board. You know, they, they get a good feel from them in the meeting and then they go back to the tape. And if it feels like they fit their system, all of a sudden that guy becomes, you know, one of the priority guys to, to put in the room. I, one of the things I remember the most with that in Indy was, was Anthony Walker. You know, he was a, a guy from Northwestern, a highly recruited out of high school in South Florida, 
Uh, there were questions. Did he get too big? Was he going to be able to have the speed to play in the defense? He was still drafted when, when Chuck Logano was here. So at that point, uh, it was still 3-4 defense. And the thought was he would be more of a run anchor kind of, you know, run linebacker. Uh, and then, but they were so impressed with his interview process. They, they felt like he was a coach on the field. Chris Ballard has said again and again, he thinks he'll be in the front office somewhere when, when his career ends. And he was able to make the transition from the 3-4 to the 4-3. And a lot of that they felt like would be okay because they got a really good feel for who he was as a person. And, you know, he ended up signing with the Browns after his rookie deal ended. Uh, but I think that's, you know, there's a fifth round pick that I don't know if the Colts take him if they didn't get such a good feel from him in that that interview process. And you'll usually hear at least one or two guys a year for each team where that was a big, big segment of, of the draft process. I think it's always incredibly important for the quarterbacks because those are the guys they want to know leadership. They want to know how quickly they can process things. And this year in particular, where there's not a lot of separation between three, four, five guys who might all go, you know, late in the first round, early in the second round, maybe even late in the second round. Um, I think the interview process is, is really going to help teams kind of stack that board uh, because they've got to come in. And, and again, they've got to show how quickly they can process information, how quickly they, they see things on film. Uh, and then they've got to give some indication that they can be a leader of men. You know, that position is such an important thing. Can you go out there? Can you get your your teammates to follow you? I don't know if you can prove that in 15 minutes, but I think sometimes you can prove you can't do it. So it can go the other way. Uh, and that's, to me, it's always the quarterbacks are, are, are so important in this, you know, realm. But this year where there isn't really a consensus top guy, where none of them may go in the top 10, uh, this could really make or break some of these guys for the draft this year. George, you mentioned quarterbacks being of particular interest when it comes to the interview process, but I think that also applies to the medical, especially for somebody like Matt Corral, who had that injury at the very end of the season. And there are other players where this is going to be a major aspect of whether they rise or fall. Derek Stingley Jr., the outstanding corner out of LSU, comes to mind. There are a lot of injury concerns with him, some inconsistency in his play. So the opportunity to test them medically, I think, is huge. Talk to me a little bit about that part of the process and some of the players you think that this is going to be biggest for. Yeah, Stingley's right at the top of that list. I mean, he's a guy when he was freshman, uh, looked like a generational corner. There were people talking then as, as a freshman at LSU that he's potentially a first-round pick if he was eligible in that year's draft. But then, like you said, got banged up over the next two years. The play was not bad, but it wasn't. He didn't grow off that freshman year the way people wanted to see it. He's going to get taken pretty high in this draft because of his raw ability, because of what he has shown on the field. But he's definitely one of these guys that if the medical comes back and it and it's positive, uh, you know, you can erase some of those concerns. Now he's really going to soar up the draft board. And if it doesn't, you know, there might be a team past the top 10 who might have a shot at him because it, it's that it's that important a process. And it's also it's not just the medical itself. I mean, they've got to go and, and wait in long lines. Uh, it's early in the morning. I think it's another thing that it kind of tests to some degree the want to of these guys. I think that's what the team's sort of like about it. You go through an, an early morning process. It's frustrating. Uh, you know, you're getting poked and prodded. 
nothing about it's comfortable. And then you've got to get up early again the next day. And that night, you're probably going to go do interviews with teams. You got to get up early the next day and do your on-field work. And I think that it gives the teams kind of an idea of how these guys handle adversity too. And that's one of the things about the combine that really doesn't get talked about a lot. That is a big part of the grade. They're watching everything you do. What's your body language like, you know, in these lines, how much energy do you have on the field, you know, a day after you've, you've had a rough day. Cause these things translate eventually, you know, you're not going to, you know, it's not going to be, you know, soft beds and roses, your whole NFL career, you're, you're going to have to deal with things. And, and how do you respond in the spotlight right afterwards? I think that's another part of it. And the medical plays into that a lot because it's, it's one of the more frustrating things they do. There's, there's absolutely nothing fun about that process at the combine from everything that you hear the players talk about. Uh, and I think the teams enjoy that to some extent. They like to see how they respond. A couple of years ago, I can't remember uh, the name of the linebacker, but there was an Alabama linebacker that came down here and he was fairly highly thought of. And he basically threw a fit during the medical portion and got kicked out. Uh, and it, it affected him. You know, all of a sudden that that was news that day. Uh, and, and it really affected where he went on draft day. Uh, it, it, that's an extreme example. Uh, but I think the players really, the, the teams are really, look, it's hard to get that character element right. It really is because you're going to hear things from all sorts of people and, you know, some of it's true and some of it's not. This is one chance they get to see them up close and see kind of how they handle being uncomfortable and being under pressure. You know, it matters. It really does. George, you're talking about Reuben Foster, who ended up sliding all the way to the end of the first round, number 31. There was talk at one point that he could be a top 10 pick, and then everything that happened at the Combine just really torpedoed him. I suppose it could have been worse. He was still a first-round pick, so it worked out okay for him, but ultimately, he cost himself millions of dollars with his behavior at the Combine, and so that's why, as you said, these things end up being a lot more important than some people realize on the surface, and I think for small school guys especially, this is an opportunity for them to prove what they can do. They have the senior bowl to do that, but then they get the interview process with these coaching staffs and scouts and the front office guys too, and on top of that, they get to show off their physicality and their traits and so it's a chance to showcase themselves to these people in a way that otherwise they wouldn't have because, again, you're looking at a player like Troy Anderson, a linebacker from Montana State. Who's going to Montana State games, right? Very few big-time scouts are going to those. They're just going to watch the film. But if they see you up close, if they talk to you up close, it could really influence their opinion of you. And Troy Anderson's an interesting one because he's a converted quarterback who now is a linebacker. You also look at somebody like Tariq Woolen, the cornerback out of UTSA. He's a guy with incredible traits, six foot three, 34-inch arms. If Tariq Woolen had gone to a bigger school and put together a higher profile career, perhaps he's in the discussion to go in the first round. But this is his opportunity to up his stock by, again, showing these guys what he can do up close and wowing them in interviews. Oh, absolutely. And I think the small school guys are always, uh, they always become storylines. You know, I remember a couple of years ago when Kyle Duggar was here, and I think it was Lenore Ryan or something like that, a uh, tiny, tiny school that he was coming out of. Uh, and, you know, people, even before he got on the field, people were talking about him being a, a gem, you know, a diamond in the rough. And they said, he's going to score, you know, he's going to light up the combine. His, his testing numbers are going to be off the charts and he did a really good job. And I think he was second round pick by the Patriots. I want to say, 
Uh, but, you know, he ends up going to New England and playing for Bill Belichick and being in that that system. Uh, this is a long, long way from Lenore Ryan, but that's that's the power of the combine. There's been offensive linemen, you know, over the years. Uh, I remember Ali Marpet, uh, who's been a longtime starter for the Bucks. you know, won a Super Bowl with them last year coming out of Hobart. I think that was a Division three school. He was another guy that there was buzz on him coming in, uh, you know, just gets his name out there, gets – rolling you know gets that ball kind of rolling and I think that's what we were missing last year it still happens to some extent you know with pro days and things like that but like you said how many scouts are going to go find this school's pro day not all 32 I know that you know it won't be the same as it is at the combine with all the head coaches and all the front office guys and all the you know basically everybody's there your whole staff is there your coordinators your position coaches a lot of those guys are down on the field working with these guys during the drills uh, and so I think the young, you know, the, the the small school guys, it really this and the senior bowl are really where they kind of prove they can measure themselves against the guys from the bigger schools. Uh, but they can also prove in those interviews that they have the chops, you know, that, that yeah, may, they may not have been in a, in a big time program, but they know what they need to know scheme wise, because that's always one of the big questions, right? Like a receiver, what kind of routes did you run? You know, you have to learn the whole route tree now, uh, or do you have a pretty good grasp of that? Depends on where they were really and in, in what offense they were running. And that goes for some of the, the power five conferences too. I remember uh, when Desmond Patman got drafted in the seventh round by the Colts a couple of years ago, it, it took him basically a red shirt year because, you know, the Colts felt like Washington state's offense really wasn't running the route tree. They weren't doing what he needed to do at this level. So that's always a concern with the small school guys, uh, especially if they are physical freaks, because, Maybe they got by on that a lot at that level, and, and now they're going to have to, you know, sharpen up technique and, and and things like that. But you get that from the interview, and then you confirm those traits on the field. And I think every year there's a handful of those guys that I end up writing about because there's buzz. You know, people really start talking about them early in the process, and they're, everybody loves that underdog story, right? So you always want to see these guys shoot up the – the uh the draft boards and you know if if they go out there and they run a blazing 40 and you look at john brown his whole his whole career basically came off 140 at, at the and he wasn't a small school guy but you know his whole career came off of 140 at, at the combine um this is the way it goes i mean that's that's what or john ross is is the only thing you know breaks the combine record or, or the established combine record in the 40 all of a sudden He's what everybody's talking about that week. And that it goes both ways, though. You know, you can be Reuben Foster and you can make your name for something wrong and you can see that drop. Uh, and, and some of that we don't know. I mean, he was an extreme case because it happened fairly publicly. We have no idea what's going on in those interview rooms. And, and in the weeks that follow the combine, some of that will start to leak. This guy really interviewed poorly. This guy really interviewed well. Uh, but again, every step they take is being watched. And some of the guys get it, and, and you can tell even when they're in there with the media that they understand that this is a job interview and, and everything they do is, is being evaluated and will affect their, their, their future prospects. And some of them don't. And, and I think it's really interesting to watch those young, the, the uh, small school guys because they come in with chip on their shoulder. A lot of those guys feel like they were under-recruited. They should have been in a bigger program. And they come out there and they, they prove it, and that edge – tends to show up too, you know, that a guy like Duggar coming in there and, and, and not flinching in the moment 
and not backing down. Um, I'm sure it has a lot to do with why he's a starter for the Patriots now. George, give me some predictions in terms of players you think are going to help their stock and hurt their stock at the Combine next week. I mean, right at the top of the draft, you hear a lot about Evan Neal being an absolute freak. I think he was on Bruce Feldman's freaks list. Uh, He was either number one or number two on that list as an offensive tackle. And I keep hearing that he is going to, you know, just be one of these combine warriors. He's going to put up numbers that that maybe we haven't seen before from offensive tackles or that are very rare. Uh, And I think that's part of the reason why Jacksonville is so interested in him. They've obviously got to find a way to protect Trevor Lawrence and try to get him towards his ceiling. And so you go with a national champion uh, at Alabama, not this year, but obviously he's been in that game every year that he's been there won a couple of them with the Crimson Tide. Um, I, I think he's a guy that you're going to hear about and that, that might be able to push himself even more ingratiate himself with that, that Jacksonville brass. Uh, and along that same line, Aiden Hutchinson seems to be the other guy uh, sort of in the running to go number one overall. And he's another absolute freak should test off the charts there. The Michigan defensive end uh, put up huge numbers this year in the big 10, really a big reason why the Wolverines had that turnaround year got to the, to the college football playoff. Uh, I don't know the Jaguars can go wrong with either one of those guys, but it'll be interesting to see if either of them kind of separates themselves uh, by living up to that hype or by not doing it. Uh, and we get a clearer picture of who's going to no- go number one overall, because that's, you know, we were kind of talking about it before we, we started recording here. It's a really interesting year and in that most years you kind of have, at least a decent feeling of how the top five or six is going to go, you know, guys names have been attached to each of these teams and, and there's some, some level of confidence. There's always a surprise uh, in there, but there's some level of confidence about how that's going to shape up this year, the whole top 10, you know, there's probably 12 to 13 names that are legitimately in that top 10 group, maybe more. None of them are quarterbacks, which is rare and new, uh, but even within the individual position groups, you know, Hutchinson, number one on a lot of boards, there there are people that make the case for Kayvon Thibodeau, though, and, and maybe he can turn that around at, at the combine. Uh, you know, the tackle group, there's three or four guys up there. Evan Neal's definitely one of them. Uh, but I think it's it's a really top-heavy tackle draft. And so if he doesn't go number one, he might fall to five, six, or seven. It's going to be one of those years where I think a ton of guys – a lot of these positions, there's three, four guys near the top of that position group that, that don't have a wide separation between them. So I think in in all of those groups across the board, it's a real good chance for these guys to to make a name and move up. It's not just the you know, normally it's it's the small school guys or the guys who've been slept on a little bit. This time around, it feels like there's a lot of guys who can contribute and and will help teams you know early in their careers. But there aren't a lot of Jamar Chases. You know, the wide receiver group is a perfect example. Very deep. You could be getting starters on day three, still early on day three, but there isn't that Jamar Chase. There, there isn't a guy they think that's going to come in and, you know, break rookie records and, and, and be that instant star. And it feels like it's that way almost across the board here. A whole lot of guys who are going to help you, uh, who are going to be starters in this league, but not a whole lot of guys who are viewed as kind of franchise changers. And because of that, I think there's a, there's room for a lot of movement. A lot of guys can, you know, change where they are in the pecking order by having a really good combine or a really bad showing. 
George Bremer covering the Colts for CNHI Sports and the Herald Bulletin in Anderson, Indiana. One of the best there is. Thanks so much for coming on and previewing the NFL Scouting Combine with me. Really appreciate it. Don't forget, George is going to be providing us with daily intel next week on the show. Can't wait to talk to him and pick his brain about what's going on there. In the meantime, follow him on Twitter at GM Bremer and read his work over at the Herald Bulletin. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Tommy Griffincrantz has a great piece up at playlikeajet.com. Breaking down exactly why it makes so much sense for the Jets to get themselves a proven, established wide receiver, either in free agency or via trade, to help Zach Wilson's development. We've got great videos up on our YouTube channel, including Kayvon Thibodeau. We just talked about him before and his All-22 review, courtesy of the Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, and so much more. So watch the videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, visit our store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And make sure you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And before we go, I just want to say also happy birthday to our good buddy, Peter J. Dillard, loyal listener of the show, who also coined the term usurper for Adam Gase, which will live on forever on this podcast. So Peter, hope you're having yourself very happy birthday and thank you so much for the support and of course he does support us because we are the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content for that you know where to go play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.